Just a word of warning, this podcast will have spoilers for WandaVision and other MCU movies. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode, the grand return of the Legendary Frogcast. I'm your host, Joseph Blanchett, a.k.a. Legendary Frog. And with me, as usual, most of the time, is Justin Watts. Welcome, my friends, to, to 2020 Year 2. <laughs> and Randy Keepers. Me. It is you. It's <laughs> is only, I, I, I only feel you. <laughs> and for the first time on a podcast, but a regular on our D&D show, is uh, Bryce Sally. I'm the favorite brother-in-law. There he, he is. is. My brother-in-law. Right, you're the only brother-in-law. And, uh, and I give him all the good stuff in our D and D games because uh, he because he can give me presents when we meet in person. That's true. That it mainly consists. It, it mainly. Well, it does not. Well, it mainly consists of chicken tenders. Yeah. <laughs> true facts. Maybe the secret to where to find the best chicken tenders, but I'm going to keep that secret between us. The tendiest chickies. Yeah. <laughs> They're fritter style. Oh, that, so McDonald's more, chicken so, McNuggets. So less, so less chicken figures and more Dujon. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, again, not we're not here to talk about chicken tenders, though. Don't get us wrong. We can, and we probably will some more. We're here okay. to talk about the glorious return of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We missed yeah. it greatly in 2020, yep. like we missed many things. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're finally we're here st- to talk about. We're here to talk about um, the first Marvel Studios uh, television program um, made for Disney Plus, and uh, the tentative. Oh yeah, and it's also the tentative beginning of Marvel Phase Four. Well, it's not a tentative. It is the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Phase four. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. True point. It originally was going to be like the fourth thing in phase four, but now it is the first. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that won't so, cause any continuity problems down the line. Oh, probably not, because this takes place a couple weeks after Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, it's continuity-wise, it's probably the first thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all good. Um, so we all know Dustin and Randy and myself here are uh, big-time MCU fans. Um, we reviewed nearly every movie, most of the movies, and all that. Um, but Bryce, um, you're not so... You're not really big on the superhero movies. Are, are no. You? No, uh, not not a super MCU fan. I do appreciate a good movie, of course, and and vast majority of them are good movies. So um, I'm no stranger to them. I definitely have not seen every single one. Um, you know, I haven't seen Captain America. I haven't seen Winter Soldier. I haven't seen. I mean, a lot. I'm not going to list them all that I haven't. Um, um, but definitely appreciate good good entertainment. Have you seen the ones with Wanda and Vision in it? That is correct. I have seen all of the Avenger movies. Well, if you want a good, as an aside, if you want a list of 
what we consider the best and worst of the MCU. We have a podcast for that. That's true. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Mostly, uh, we do. The bad ones, but we did talk about what we enjoyed the most. Yeah. So, so Wanda and Vision appeared in Avengers 2, um, Captain America Civil War, and then the last, then uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then, as you, as then, you, then I correct myself. I have not seen Civil War, so I have not seen every single one that they were in. Oh, you'll. Civil War is really good. Did. Okay. Yeah, Civil War is really good. But um, the thing about Wanda and Vision is, like in the comic, they were a couple eventually, um, which is kind of what this series is based on. But the movies never really had much time to uh, to focus on any of that. So like in, in Age of Ultron is where they're introduced, and then in Civil War, which takes place a year after, they're like, you know, they're giving each other looks, you know. <laughs> and then by Infinity War, it's like, oh, they're like lovers now, and they want to run away they're together. Sh- and yeah, it's like, they're star-crossed lovers, in fact. Yeah, so like, so like, what quite happened here with these characters? It's, it's like we missed a step. <laughs> and that's what one division fills in. Yeah, even though it takes place after, um, it, it gives a good opportunity to expand on some characters that were never really. The, the front and center of any of the movies. Um, and we're kind of put off to the side most of the time. And uh, that's what WandaVision is. It's, it's a, a nine-episode look into into these characters. But no. it has a weird premise. Yeah. Let me ask you this. In the comics, were they a couple? Yeah. Yes. Um, the- it's actually really weird to not have Wanda and Vision like involved with each other. Yeah. Um. In yeah. in some in some things. So. Yeah. yeah. It's so. Yeah. It, but Vision's origin is a little bit different in the comics, but ultimately it, that they worked around it and made it their own. And, yeah. But but they they did also. Oh my god, the amount of things they stuffed they stuffed into this show from pretty much all of what all of Wanda and Vision's history in the comics is frankly kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially now since they can use like mutant stuff. Yeah. Without any problems. Because that's one thing about Wanda when they introduced her, like they could use Wanda and Pietro in Avengers movie because technically they were Avengers as well, yep. but they couldn't uh, use their costumes or use their code names or uh, say that they were mutants. So that's why they were uh, experiments for the Mindstone. Oh. Yeah. So, so, so right. we'll have spoilers, by the way. Oh yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be spoiling quite a bit here. So if you re- if you so have that's not why watched... they made the red. So 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 that's why they made the retcon. In WandaVision, where all that stuff happened, but there's an added twist of she was always kind of what the comics were all along. The mind, ch- the mind so just expanded on that on those aspects of herself. The mind stone uh, not quite. A, it was like sticking a, it's like sticking a eight instead of having a nine volt battery. Mm-hmm. The the mind vision was like putting in a V eight. <laughs> 
So one thing that, that they said when they announced the series is going to be like a celebration of television history. And it was going to be like presented as a sitcom. And one of the first images they uh, they released was like an old timey picture of Wanda and Vision. Like it was the 1960s in their living room. And um, okay. so it was like, well, what? And immediately you understand, oh, WandaVision, like television. You get it? Get, Their get names that. are in it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that's good writing. <laughs> so, when the uh, series first um, premiered a couple months ago, they did two episodes. And uh, these first two episodes kind of played off 1950s and 60s sitcoms. Um, and for the most part, they played almost exactly like a sitcom with very little of, like, the fourth wall breaking mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, to the point where, like, you just take out those, like, 30 seconds of weird stuff happening, and you basically just have a sitcom Yeah, with one division, like, as the stars. I did like the, um, like, the... Um, I like that it was a basically a sitcom, but and the, like there was this creepy over undertone going on, and, uh, and it was always like a it was always something to be worried about. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. this there's, there's just this undercurrent that they just gradually cranked up over the course of two to three episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, the the first one I remember was. Uh, in, in the first episode when, when Vision was questioning what the company actually does. That was the first introduction of something really kind of off. Yeah. And, and something not being uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in the fact that like they didn't have an anniversary <laughs> or they didn't, or they didn't know where they came from. Right. Uh, that they're just kind of like, Oh, well, we just kind of always lived here. Or we don't remember home. how we got here. Mm-hmm. This is our home now. This is our home. <laughs> <laughs> like when Vision bosses, like when Vision's boss begins to to choke, while he didn't even eat anything, he just begins to choke. Um, it's it's like probably Wanda subconsciously trying to get him to be quiet. Yeah, but then, then she begins to realize, yeah. like, what's you know, like Vision doesn't know how to react, and she's like, "Well, this isn't the idyllic, perfect world that I'm presenting. Yeah. Like, this man is dying in my living room," which is strange um, because she's in she is control. She made the world, so yeah. <laughs> but are you? But are you fully in control of your own subconscious? I guess that's a good time? point. No, I am not. Yeah. Huh. The deal then, is, is that. Oh, and then, then the, oh, and we forgot to mention that along with the television show, we got commercials as well. Moishals. Moishals. And I want to talk about the commercials. I want to talk about the commercials like kind of separately. All right. Um, because like yeah. it, it kind of form a, a timeline when viewed all on their own. Um, but you also, you know, get your introduction to the show's villain, Agnes. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. We were, I mean, well, for anyone who was anyone who had actually read a comic, we all knew from from beat one who she was. 
Gotcha. I did not. I I got since I didn't read the comics. I got the reveal when the show revealed it. Oh yeah, I, yeah. So that was fun. Like Joey will back me up on this. I was saying from pretty much that's probably that she was going to be in. Here's the spoiler: Agatha Harkness. Mm. Yeah, a this is a abbreviation. Who is that's a that's a danger that these movies and shows um kind of have because like any comic fan is gonna who knows anything about wanda's uh comic history is gonna say oh agnes is probably agatha hartness who is this and this and this and uh this, this is kind of skipping kind of tiny bit but but then it leads down all these other roads mm-hmm. because like the comic that this is loosely based off of when wanda Vision are living in the suburbs, and they have kids. Um, like the character Mephisto, which is like the, the MCU devil, basically, was supposed is a big to be, part of it. Yeah, the, and, and oh my god, the fan theories about who Mephisto was supposed to be were just frankly yeah, so, kind of hilarious. I mean, so immediately the cat, the dog, the <laughs> rabbit, the just, yeah, the mailman. The, the mailman, uh, the fly, um, Takeda. Yeah, so yeah. immediately you have this burden of your own history. And in, in one hand, it's fun. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll disappear in the show. But then you start hearing, I started hearing these theories like where they were convinced that like this was going to be the plot of the show. But the longer it went on, it made it obvious that oh no, this is doing its own thing. It's not going to go the obvious route of uh, making this show be about the devil trying to take over some children's bodies. <laughs> it's just going to yeah. be a show yeah. about Wanda dealing with her grief. Yep. And um, Agatha Hartnix is just a character that's a little bit different than what she was in the comics. Um, who's this going to be in the show? It doesn't mean they're going to beat for beat copy what the comics did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even like the, the most well-known stories of Marvel, um, especially with the cinematic universe, um, how Thanos ends up with like the Infinity Gauntlet and all the stones and stuff like that, radically different from what, oh, yeah. what happened in the in the book. Or, you know, in the books. And so like... Um, but yeah, and here's the thing though. There's... It's, it's well, to keep it fresh. It's to keep it fresh. This, I mean, this is a they they took they took cues and ideas from like the Vision miniseries, House of M, uh, a couple of more than a few uh, Avengers comics, but then they but they blended it into something new and frankly kind of amazing. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there's so supposed on, to. On a, so on like a personal level. Did you think them spending the majority of the first three and a half episodes just being kind of a straight sitcom of the era? Like, do you think that that was the right direction to go in? Yeah, I do. It it, um, it built tension. Yeah, and, plus, um, and it's and here's the thing: there's been this sort of thing about how everything they're trying to marvelize every like marvel like every everything a marvel film this went right out of the gate no 
the TV shows are going to be different. We're not. We're going to be doing something different in these. And yes, it eventually ended up turning kind of into a Marvel film at the end. But the journey there was wild. Yeah, um, I agree. It, it. Well, the thing is about like especially the beginning part with the um, with the sitcom bits. Um, I really liked the a the commercial breaks because it um, it helped you know kind of give an unsettling state of things, but it also um, helped like with the moments where there was uncertainty or there was just something going on that was a little more sinister than you might imagine, and so like the freaky moments where like. Um, Wanda, you know, hears the voice on the radio and the the woman who is the head of the whatever committee um, breaks a cup or breaks a glass in her hand. Mm-hmm. You know? and, 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 and in stark contrast to everything being black and white, her blood is just this almost dark red. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's, only... it's, it is blood, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's a visual masterpiece, just like Schindler's List. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it always comes back to Schindler's list with you, doesn't it? It does. It, it never ends with him. So um, Nexus point. But for me, for me definitely, um, while the the sitcom bits were a little hokey and a little weird and a little fun, um, but then there is the unsettling stuff that happens during them and I'm like Oh oh, Oh no! Yeah, so. I, 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 the first couple episodes, like my my, uh, my favorite one was the first one, and probably the third one, in terms of like the uh, aesthetic mm-hmm. that they were drawing from. Oh, I, yeah. I love that old like old old like Dick Van Dyke mm-hmm. type oh. of uh, like one camera thing had going on. Yeah, yeah. the first episode like the, uh, was like the was like fifties like. Dick Van Dyke, one camera sitcoms, then yep, yep, yep. it went to yeah. 60s, like Bewitched style. Yeah. And they, they changed like the special effects, like match the era. So you can tell they're doing some wire work. Uh, not a lot of CG in it. Um, but like you just had like jump cuts of like vision, of, of vision transforming and all that fun stuff. Things going in reverse when they're flying across the room. Um, yeah. Now that I didn't even pick up on. That's cool <laughs> that, that they changed the the technology to be of the era as well. I did for not the pick. most, yeah, for yeah. the most part, like I, I'm going to do some behind, like next week. They're releasing a behind the scenes uh-huh. like special, um, but they they did some stuff and like like the first, like the shot where Wanda had all like the pots and pans in the air, yeah, um, was done like practically. Oh, um, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, and like and one kind of things that uh, I noticed but might be kind of hard to catch is like when they do Vision's effect, it's almost like, oh, they're like painting a cartoon over him and so it does little sparkle effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when he reaches into um, Mr. Hart's uh, body to take the chunk of uh, food out of his throat, yeah. like that effect looks like modern. You know, right. Even though it's in black and white. So like that's no disconnect. And like the camera work changes, you know, when <laughs> When he's like choking and all that, yeah. And you could hear the girl, the woman saying, "Stop it, stop it," and getting more desperate each time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but it's like knowing I, that she can't, she can't say it, you know. But she's trying to communicate. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, stop mind controlling him and save him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree that it, it, it really made you. It, it set the tone that this was going to be something different, which it's about. I, I was really excited to see something different from the MCU movies, you know. And and so I was I was really happy that with the the tone of those first few. Yeah, yeah, and in mm-hmm. in the third episode when they go into color, um, I just love the Brick the Brady Bunch aesthetic. Like they they filmed it on like the type of cameras and film mm. that they would have back in the day. Um, yeah, so it just has that it has that look about it. Like everything's a little bit like saturated a little. Bit, yeah, saturated. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned Brady Bunch, and I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but I didn't realize until um, episode six, the Halloween one, that they were were parodying specific sitcoms. Up until then, I was just thinking that they were kind of just parodying the... the uh, groups of them in the in that era in that decade, but when they hit six, and I I, I realized, wow, this is one hundred percent Malcolm in the Middle, and yeah, it, it made me eight. it made me think I got to go back and think about which specific one it is. And so you mentioning Brady Bunch, I I, I realized that thinking back on it, it wasn't just a generic seventies era. Yeah, yeah. Like- I see a first episode we said was Dick Van Dyke. That yep. was Bewitched. Yep. Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the 90s when they did? I think they, they kind of skipped the 90s. Well, and they kind of did 80s and 90s together. And and that was like, I had a hard time. Was It, it was almost like family growing, growing pains. Yeah, like a family ties growing pains. It, like, it, it, yeah. The intro like, has references to both of those. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. it went to... Then it went to Malcolm in the Middle, mm-hmm. and, then, and then Modern Family. Yeah, and I really liked show. that too. What was that? And then a clip show. That's that's, that's yep. true. I didn't I, see. I just didn't even I didn't even catch that. But yeah, you're right. I really well, um, really liked um the Modern Family when House her 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 is oh, one of my of favorite reality shows. Gotcha. Or the Office. Have, have, have not she seen the Office either? You know. Oh, wow. There's there's came a period where it's like I'm just not going to watch TV. I have video <laughs> games. You're so <laughs> cool, Joey. So hip. I know. You my <laughs> video games. <laughs> Actually, like the the one thing they kind of never did was like the sitcoms that I watched a lot in the 2000s, like like Friends. Uh, but that yeah. would have been kind of hard to do as like a family sitcom, I guess. Yeah. True. And they didn't That's do Family nice. Matters either. Yeah, Family Matters. Um, well, the 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 um eighties and nineties one kind of also reminded me of Step by Step a little. So they they did hit on the TGIF a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't like like they wanted to kind of avoid the Full House parallels because um, uh, Elizabeth um, Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen is like related mm. to the Olsen twins. Yeah. Um, so they didn't want to like exactly do that. Um, Even though they did reference it in the, in the, in the opening of the 90s episode. Yeah. 
because they had a shot in San Francisco at that park with the font. That's true. Why were they in San Francisco when they were in New Jersey? Is that an Ant-Man reference? Because Ant-Man takes place in San Francisco? It's all connected. <laughs> yes, by the MCU. Like, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of um, connections to the MCU, uh, like, Bryce, you, weren't, you probably weren't aware that Agent Wu and Darcy and um, Monica were all from previous movies. Definitely not. Def- Darcy is Kat Dennings, the, the geeky girl. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely did not realize that they were uh, uh, re- already introduced. So they were uh, characters from previous films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darcy is from the uh, first two Thor movies. Okay. Um, Agent Wu was from the Ant-Man films. Which I did see Ant-Man, so I, but I just... Who's the name Ant-Man 2? Oh, okay. I only saw Ant-Man. Well... And, and what's uh, funny, you mentioned Thor. I saw Ragnarok, but not the first two. So yeah, so <laughs> she's on that one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, wait, and uh, Monica Rambeau is from the kind of sorta from the Captain Marvel movie. Gotcha. Yeah. That takes place in the eighties, so she was a little kid. Nineties, nineties, nineties. Yeah. Uh, so you see pictures of her mom, who was a mate, who's a character in a yeah. You, um, in this, you get they they talk about her mom a lot. So I I got yeah. the the background. And, of and her. like you, you probably if you watched the after credit scene in the last episode, how her friend turns into an alien. I did, um, and yeah. I was going to ask you guys. I didn't recognize. I I googled it, but so now I have the background. But I did not recognize what kind of alien that was. Yeah, that's that is yeah, absolute that, that is from uh, Captain Marvel. That'd be yeah, a scroll. scrolls. Which yeah. also ties into into another TV show that's coming out in the future called uh, Secret Invasion. So Yeah, we're we're the scrolls. We're like a evil sect of like a bad guy's sect of scrolls kind of like take over the world government without anyone knowing. Mm-hmm. And well, um, I suspect that I suspect they're going to change that around a little bit. Yeah. Um, one thing about Agent Wu is uh, he has the best character arc in the MCU because in Ant Man and the Wasp, um, he was impressed by um, Ant Man's magic tricks, and uh, five years later, he. Uh, He's doing the card tricks himself, and he's escaping out of handcuffs. <laughs> yep. Huh. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, definitely in, in episode three, the last, like, 15 minutes is when, like, the, re- the real world stuff starts oozing in. Yeah, yeah. The, when, curtain when... Is pull- the curtain is pulled back. Yeah. Yeah, you start, you start to realize that... Uh, Monica's character, uh, uh, I forget what her name was, her pretend name was in the show. Gerald, Geraldine. Geraldine. Geraldine, yeah. Now, there's something like weird going on with her. Yeah. And like yeah, maybe something on. weird going on with, uh, with, with Agnes. Like she's letting more than she knows on, that she knows more than she's letting on. 
You see, I, I was not even in, in that weird scene with um, her and Herb, you know, gossiping. I, I didn't didn't catch on at all. I, 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 that and Herb deciding to trim the wall. Yes. Yep. Well, well yeah, like it, it kind of tricks you because Herb is acting more weird than Agnes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they both kind of have the same level of awareness. But like, definitely in uh, the next sitcom episode, um, when they uh, when it's the um, the eighties, like she's like, like she's witnessing these kids grow up and all this stuff, and Wanda using magic in front of her. She's just not reacting to it. You know. Yeah. And that was actually the first time that Vision really picked up on weird things as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was like That's also the point of the show where, uh, like, the shtick of him like hiding his identity, mm-hmm. like, almost seemed like a boring afterthought. Yeah. Um, and I think that was intentional because um, he's beginning to realize it doesn't matter. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but the episode before that was the <clears throat> first um, all like real world episode where yep. it kind of like takes you back to before the events. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to meet. Not from yeah. Wanda's point of view. No, it, it's from uh, from Monica's, and we get this, and we get to see once again get a front row seat to the aftermath of the snap. Mm-hmm. And the absolute madness that just half the pop, half the people just coming back after being gone for five years. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't remember th- that part. Was that part of one of the Avengers movies, the, the returning after five years? Yeah. 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 In, um, in, in, um, end game. When, when, Hulk, uh, when, uh, when Hulk yeah. snapped it, when Hulk did his snap, that's mm-hmm. what yeah. brought people back. Okay. Yeah. That's why all the heroes returned. Got that it. Got, like dusted in the other one. And, and that was and that was a five Spider-Man. year gra- five year gap. Yeah. yeah. So like when a uh, Spider Man made reference to it, it was okay. kind of like a funny thing because like oh this eleven year old is now sixteen and mm-hmm. all and all the band members appeared on the basketball court during the game, um, but this like showed excuse me like the chaos of like people returning into a into a hospital. Mm-hmm. Like it's just chaos, and like Monica was there with her, uh, with her mom who was dying of cancer, and like she disappears, and when she comes back, she finds out she's been dead oh, yeah, for like died, three like, years. Yeah, she died like two or three years ago, and she's like, mm-hmm. "No, I was just here a couple minutes ago." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, you want a thought so, that'll keep you up at night? <laughs> here's a, here's yeah. a thought for you. What happened to people yeah, like who snapped who were in airplanes? Yeesh. That's that's a, something that like the Russo brothers got asked all the time, and it's not really something they thought of during the writing because it just takes away from it. But they said uh, Bruce Banner would have said return them safely, and it would have been fine. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably using, he's using the like Infinity it. Gauntlet, and that's you can kind of do uh, whatever you want with that. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's realistically, a... yeah. I was. It's not a literal genie or anything, 
but I'm, I suspect there was some smoothing over. Well, it's because, okay. Here, let me bust out my, my uh, nerd lore on you. Right. Um, <laughs> when you have the Mind Stone connected with the rest of the Infinity Stones, it connects your mind with all the minds in the universe. Oh. And so um, it it basically has it so that you are aware of everybody, and with the assistance of the Reality Stone and the Power Stone, as well as the Space Stone, you can pretty much guarantee any sentience that you need to be um, you know, put in a safe place, you can make that happen. So it's not yeah, it's not a literal genie. It's it is a a bigger process than that. And it's funny that they act like it's such a huge burden to use the the stones. Mm-hmm. Um because in the comics they're not nearly that destructive to the user. As a matter of fact, it basically turns the user into a god, but um, you know, movies have to be more dramatic and they have to be movies so sure sure that's know, so uh, on the other hand that could be it could be uh they so this is a reality this this could be that somebody put a patch in on the on the reality so on the uh infinity stones you know maybe put in <laughs> that little you think of like if you, if you think of the logic of like what happened to people in airplanes uh, technically, the Earth isn't in the same location as it was five years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So okay. that's why if you want to get real, like, time... nerdy with it, <laughs> that's why like time travel makes no sense. Because if you would just time travel from your spot to the past, then you know you'd be in the middle of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're we're introduced to one of the the villains. Um. Tyler Hayward. Yep. And he's kind of all over the place in this show. Like at some moments he's kind of un- like kind of relatable. But then he's just kind of mustache twirling. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh. So like initial impressions, okay, he's some he's some prick military dude. Of course, you know, he's, we have to have one of these in every single show where mm-hmm. something supernatural is happening. And um where he's skeptical to the point of stupidity then um and then we get his real colors um just showing that oh no he is a gigantic douchebag just like we (laughs) thought he was you know yeah he was pretty one-dimensional well the whole idea is they're trying to make sentient weapons to which control other to to control other sentient weapons which is really weird because the Sokovia Accords sp- specify that you know you don't do that. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Look, <laughs> if we got if we got if we got uh, Captain America: Civil War made, you know, um, it, it, it's gonna annoy me to no end. There's gonna be you know government people who were who were treating Captain America like a criminal one day. And then making a new vision, violating his will and testament, and his, and you know, turning his um, his grieving, uh, his grieving lover into, you know, some kind of monster to people, you know, viewing it from the outside. It's like, yo, 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 you violated so many, so many of the rules that you people wrote <laughs> to so, avoid exactly this from happening. So just like real life. <laughs> yes, he's finding like loopholes and excuses to do what he does. Like 
he's trying to bring back Vision under his control. But also, like, Wanda is holding a town hostage. He just doesn't want to take the peaceful route. Yeah. And he just wants to take her out. Yeah. yeah um, he... Which and he can argue, you know, is he in the right, in the wrong? It's the law, technically, he says. But the way he's going about it is, like, super shady. Because he's basically going yeah. to trick people into thinking the vision is back to life. Because Wanda did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, he has control over him. Then, like, you know, how do you defend uh, shooting at children? <laughs> <laughs> well, in his mind, he probably thinks they're not real, I think. Uh, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Or he could, or he could be a douche and he's trying to shoot. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was thinking. I want, I want to settle on that one. I want, I want him to be the dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Thanks, and um, Monica gets powers. Yeah, she becomes a uh, Spectrum. Yeah, um, which people are like, why did that happen? Well, they even said they said it in the show. She took she took more dives into the wall of the hex than probably anyone. And it rewrites your your code, like or rewrites your uh-huh. biology in its entirety. And so, I mean, the fact that not just that the wall passed through her, she got thrown through. It's like the fact that she forced herself through the impenetrable mm-hmm. shell in the first place is probably what what did it for her. Yep. Yeah. Um, Them and I wouldn't be surprised if this is a jumping off point of, you know, maybe all those passes through the. The hex um, maybe gave someone else powers on, on some level. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you know, I think it might be a little bit of a stretch, but a stretch done, done like Miss Marvel may be in this town, and just by some freak accident, she uh, she gets her inhuman powers from this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I get be, you. Wouldn't be surprised if that happens because they haven't introduced anything else in the MCU. That really well, gives te- people powers like that. Well, technically, um, well, technically, is it Agents of Shield still in canon? I don't think so. No. <laughs> they no. talked about Inhumans, and that Inhumans show was awful. Well, I mean, Inhumans weren't limited Ms. to just the show; but, they were limited. I was going to say, but Kamala, Kamala is an Inhuman, though. So, yeah. huh. so I, so I suspect. The Agents of Shield is in canon. So, Maybe Dustin. So Dustin. Terry, yeah, Dustin. Yes. Give Give it up, man. Agents no. Shield. No, man. I'm. Okay. I'm. Not, I, I, I am. I will die on this hill. Uh, you'll die in Soul Caliber. All right. It's time to throw down later tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, that's how you want to go. So we you, both know how this will end. <laughs> so you have chosen death. Oh, okay. For you, maybe. You have chosen the sword. <laughs> Anywho, um, so moving forward with Monica, we uh, then we got some crazy, some crazy stuff that happened. Um, where we got so the kids were born, and yeah. like a lot of people are really hung up on like, well. Um, Vision can't be the father because he's a synthesoid, and I'm like, you are talking about a woman who has magical powers <laughs> that can literally rewrite 
the reality as it yeah. works. She, it, she, 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 she does not need to obey the laws of nature. Law. <laughs> she, 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 could, she, she could. She literally told reality to go sit in the corner and think yeah. about what it's done. He folded reality up into a into a paper crane and threw it across the house. And by the time it hit the wall, it was a frog. That's what she did. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, she has no control over these kids. Um, and in the finale, she says a really interesting line to them before they disappeared, and it was sad that she said, "Thank you for choosing me to be your mom," implying that. I don't know, like, she didn't create them. They, like, to came her. to her from yeah. some other reality or from, hmm. I don't know, somewhere. Because, but it was almost like it was the twins' choice to be, yeah, her, like, we to don't, be her children. We don't see them disintegrate like we do Vision, so we don't know for sure that they're made of the same stuff. Yeah. But we did see them start to kind of disintegrate when she forced open the hex. Ooh, that's a good point. That is a good which, point. Which was a different disappearing than what Vision yeah, did when he disappeared. That's true. It was a little different. Yeah. It was? Okay. Um, yeah, one is like, I kind of took it as one is like the reality breaking down, and one mm. is like the reality just kind of fading away because okay. I don't know, it's this way. It, it is different though. Okay. Um, Yes, these kids grow up uh, really quickly. Which is another sitcom trope when, like, one yeah. season the kids are born, and then the next season they're three or five years old. <laughs> <laughs> working with babies is a big pain in the butt on sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, so, every single sitcom I've ever seen has done it. Like, they've had a birth, and then. Sometimes, sometimes they don't even wait till the end of the season. They'll just yeah. or a char- or like in Family Matters, uh, they just delete a character. Yep. Or uh, I, it's not just Family Matters. It's uh that goes back to was it cousin Chuck in like Happy Days? Uh, Chuck Cunningham was uh, the older brother. He went upstairs mm-hmm. one. He w- he just. <laughs> Never Stop came back up. down. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot of people's favorite episode, episode five, very special episode. Um, like you have uh, like the, the twins um, adopting a dog and uh, you have Vision kind of start to figure out that Wanda may be controlling people. You have that really creepy scene where um, I think his name is Norm or it's at the office where he kind of wakes him up Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's horrible. With like, it keeps us awake, and we can't sleep, and it's pain all the time. Yeah. And uh, at this point, you're still not sure. It's like, well, is it Wanda? And some people think, well, could it be Agatha all along? <laughs> uh, not me. I didn't think that <laughs> at that <yeah>. time. Because <laughs> I'm still so, thinking that it's Agnes. So it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And there's that part where um, where Agnes quote unquote finds Sparky's Sparky's dead body, um, and the twins say like, "Mom, you can bring him back to life." And Agnes has this line that says like, 
you can bring people back to life. And it's like, if you know the context, it's like, mm-hmm. she's kind of amazed. It's like, wow, not only is she controlling this town, she can bring people back from the dead. Got yeah. it. Yep. That's yep. why she was so, like, like shocked and interested in it at the same time, because, yeah. yeah. um, yeah. you know, to her reckoning, that's... Kind that's, of impossible. Yeah, she's not aware of any... That's like, a, that is a, beyond all of this, a special level of impossible. Yeah. yeah. And we have, like, an argument between Vision and Wanda, which, um, you know, these, in these movies, we don't have scenes like this. Um, but, like, when Vision confronts Wanda, who's never risen his voice, like, his entire life, mm-hmm. start, like, yelling at, at Wanda about, like, how he's not in control of his own life anymore. Yeah. Or, like, um, why are there no children? Yeah. Which you know, then, then, it's funny, she fixes that in the next one. <laughs> you know what's even crazier to me is the, um, you only see the, or the, the part, the, the bit of that about their argument is when, um, they start arguing and the credits start rolling and they're still arguing while they, yeah. the credits are rolling. Yeah, yeah the, like, she makes the credits roll, like, it's the end of the episode, uh-huh. and Vision just, like, notes. <laughs> Right past it. Nah, girl. Nah, girl. We got shit to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it went, it, like, when they go into the next room, like, there's, like, a record scratch when the record, when the credits stop. Now, <laughs> um, uh, Bryce. Yeah. When, uh, when the person at the front door, like, reveals himself, did you know that was uh, an actor from the X-Men movies? No. I did not. Okay. Um, that so, is the... Okay, he is he, so he is essentially playing the Fox version of her brother. Ah, now that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that is awesome. I know. I know that they used the uh, the term recast when he when he comes in, and the, and yes. and and that and I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's funny. They sticking with the the tv show thing but no i did not know that and that's that's hilarious so so that was the actor who played pietro in the other version the other yeah. Yeah. Not, so not only was it a recast it was a casting gag mm-hmm. yep. yeah so many levels so yeah. many levels and so, i do so this I, is why oh, i was gonna say and, and uh you know i would think that Wanda would have been because Wanda knows that she didn't bring him in, right? Yeah, exactly. And but, and she kind of doesn't stick with that line of questioning very well, long. She so she doesn't know exactly how it worked, like or what happened exactly until Agatha had her uh, jog her memories. Sure. Um. So she wasn't, and like, um. Wanda isn't totally certain as to how her powers work exactly. Oh, yeah, like, that's true. She yep. can kind of yep. manipulate them, and like um, in the in the source material, her her cha- her magic is literally chaos magic. That is straight from okay. the comics. Okay, and um, it's like a it's very difficult to explain what exactly it is because it's intentionally vague. Yeah, yeah. It's like dealing well, with the. It's like dealing with low level. It's like trying to. It's like trying to low-level hack reality. 
Yeah. And and like you said before, uh, are you in control of all your subconscious? Are you aware of what's going on? And you're yeah, right, yeah. no. So so I guess yeah, that so does things. Point, she can hand wave it away as, as, well, it happened and I probably did it. Yeah, yeah. so at, at this point, like, I think she's fully realizing, like, um, like her, her eyes are open at this point. I think it kind of mm-hmm. happened at the end of... Uh, of the uh, Brady Bunch episode when the, when the kids yeah. were born. Um, and she's like, in the next episode, she's like, well, why do you look different? And they have conversations about, like, the real world and how she's, like, controlling people. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but the fact that Pietro is here from the, fo- his name is Peter in the Fox movies, but, um, okay. like, this... I've watched all these theory videos about this is how they bring the X-Men into the Marvel Universe, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and it turns out that this was just a guy who lived next door. <laughs> that was yeah. kind of a, a, a loser. <laughs> yep. And uh, he just he just happens to be Peter Evans, that's all. <laughs> yep. Might yep. um, so. be a good place to talk about the commercials, just like you said. How they all relate to parts of uh, Wanda's past and or future. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they there's a lot of symbolism to them, and they get really unsettling. Actually, I think. <laughs> no, the first yeah. one is dealing with the missile that bombed her parents' house. Yep, the toaster, the Stark toaster. Mm-hmm. Yep. The when second the one is beeping. Yeah, beep, like when the toaster's is beep, beeping. Beep it, beep. And that lady's just looking at it like, kind of like with anxious look on her face, like, "Why are you still beeping? Go off." Yep. 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 And then there was the, um, um, gosh, the 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 hydra soak. Yeah, the hydra soak. Oh no! Wait, no wait. Actually, the uh, you skipped one. Yeah, the Strucker uh, thing. Oh, the Strucker watch. watch. Yeah. And then uh. That's when she volunteered for Hydra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baron von Strucker is like, oh, look at these desperate kids who totally want superpowers. Let's do it. And then and the next one is Hydra Soak. Yeah. Which comes back around to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hydra in general is it's Captain America. That's, that's yeah, uh, but, uh, but specifically, they bring up the, they bring up blue mind controlling soap that Hydra makes in Agents of Shield oh. as a conspiracy theory. Okay, okay, I'll give you that one. I you guess. get to have it. You can go to bed with it. You can mm. you can put it on your wall. It's yours. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, this one was um like the Hydra soap opened up the goddess within, and that was like her getting her powers and becoming a superhuman. Yeah, and then the um, uh, the next one was like the a, soap. Plus, the soap kind of looked like the uh, tesseract. It, it was yeah. like a, a, a blue cube. Yeah, and then the, you know, that's not that's not where she got her powers, but. And then there's like the the bounty, uh, the bounty paper towels. Yep, but it's logos, but it's yeah. it's the the town where uh, the stuff goes down that causes the events of uh, civil war to happen yeah. to get the Sokovia Accords. It's like when you make a mess, they just. Want to forget about? No, yep. no. It's when you make a mess, you just can't clean up. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and accidentally and get like a bunch of stuff, people killed. 
she's like spilling up um it's like the paper towels picking up this juice that like represents the blood yeah the people she actually doesn't killed. quite pick it up it doesn't quite pick all of it up though if you notice well yeah um, it's, it's it's symbolism it's very tongue in cheek symbolism and this one's kind of my favorite but it's kind of the one that i don't 100% know what is what it's trying to reference the one like like the claymation uh, the yogurt the yogurt Yo magic. Oh, yo magic. It's, it's your magic. The people. It's, the, it's the people who are suffering um, under the mind control with uh, with her uh, in her delusion. That's what I kind of started to assume. Um, but like, why was she, it's like it wasn't giving them magic? It was just, you know using magic, and they're slowly decaying on the inside. Is that like what it's trying to represent? More or less. Because I kind of interpreted that. Um, despite all her magic, um, Wanda, oh. who was the shark, tried to use her magic to save Vision, who was the boy, and he ends up being killed anyway. That's that's how I interpreted it. Not macabre much. Huh. But sense. then again, the, the commercial is kind of macabre, so... Yeah. 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 But it also calls calls forward to the one of Agatha... Um, absorbs the powers of the other witches and they kind of become skeletons a little bit. Because she stole your magic. Yeah. Uh oh. Is that is that a part that makes sense? Of course it does. <laughs> yo yo yeah. magic was a big part of uh season six, episode seven of Agents of Shield. No yeah, I was gonna say how does this tie into it? Damn it, Joey no, we, sorry. There was no we just Dustin <laughs> <laughs> the next one, um, it was a like a it was a drug commercial for a, like antidepressant mm. called Nexus. Yep. The side effects were funny. On that. Kind of to yeah, the side effects like more depression. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I think I think this is this is kind of a like not necessarily anything that's happening in WandaVision, but the fact that she's a Nexus being in the comics, like mm-hmm. she's well, like the. Like the a Scarlet Witch is like a interdimensional power, or something like that. Additionally, additionally, um, the Nexus is also referring to the uh, the international hub of the internet um, used in um, in Age of Ultron to track Ultron. Yeah, they called that the Nexus. I think that's yes. kind of a coincidence, okay. though, because I heard that because I remembered that too. Um, okay. It could also be referencing the nexus of all realities, but that's actually down in Florida. So, <laughs> see here, um... as we all know, the only thing that's in New Jersey is the gate to hell. Yes. Uh, so well, this yeah. this episode, the Halloween spectacular one, um. Is like kind of, kind of the creepiest, because Vision starts to wander around the town, mm-hmm. like further and further away from, um, from Wanda, and like there's this couple like setting up Halloween decorations, but they keep repeating the same step over and over, like keep yep. missing the the mark, and you see like us tears run down this woman's face because she's probably been doing that for 
like all day, you know. Yeah. Rest. And then you get like an over. Go ahead. I just said it's horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of reminding me of uh, in the um, Jessica Jones Netflix show. uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Where that where the main villain the guy I forget his name. um, Kilgrave. Kilgrave. Where he um, can like just suggest something to you and you have to obey it. So he would say stuff. This is like a mature rated show. So he would do some effed up crap. And he would say like. Look out this window, never blink. You know, and they have to stay there for as long as his influence is over him and like not blink looking out this window. Or it's like, like one of them was he never move. Yeah, he said, like, uh, put a bullet in your head. (laughs) And like the person was trying to, like, they didn't have a gun and they were trying to uh, shove the bullet into their forehead. Ugh. And yeah. and Jessica took the bullet out of her hand and put it in her mouth, and she's like, "It's in your mouth. It's in your head now." And they're like, "Oh God, okay, I'm out of it." <laughs> yeah. Now there's a scene in the Halloween one that I want to ask about. So I know that Vision, when he's doing all his exploring, he finds Agnes stuck trying to leave, but and and then he, you know, taps her head and and quote frees her. But we now know that she's already freed would he not have really picked up on that no it's not that he was reading her mind or anything it's that he was trying to uh um, disrupt the control like yeah disrupt the the signal and so he's not aware that she didn't have a signal okay interesting it's magic well in this case a witch but that's Okay, that's what, one thing I was thinking is because I, I thought that he, he he could glimpse... I thought it was mind-reading a little bit as well, but that that explains it. Yeah, because yeah, like, like that was... Um, or mind-link, I should say, is what I was thinking. Like, before we knew Agatha was in control, like, I thought maybe um, Wanda was trying to get her away. Mm-hmm. So she's like, just push her to the edge of, t- edge, edge, edge of town. Mm-hmm. And like that's why she's just parked at the at the stoplight or whatever. Yeah, but I don't think she's she like, had, she, Yeah, she had no idea about Agatha though. Yeah, I don't think she did. Um, but I just love it's like trying to find the town square. Lost my way. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's another but thing she, like in, in, in the your whole in, life. In the flashback episode episode four where they have like all the pictures of the uh, townspeople. All of yeah. them have like driver's license and IDs and stuff, except for Agatha. Yeah, you look back mm. at that scene. Agnes, uh, Agnes doesn't have any information on her. Agnes, yeah, she was. Yeah, they could not find who she was. Did they? Did they call that out in the scene, or was it just something that that it's if a, you were looking close? It's a background event. Like okay. well, they did mention yeah. that they they did mention that they couldn't find information on some people. That's okay. their thing. It's the only noticeable one, and even if they, uh, it, and also if you look closely at um, Norm's kind of notes, it um, tells something that hasn't happened yet when he awakens him in the office. So there's a little bit of a continuity error actually with that scene. It might have <sighs> meant for a later episode, but um, yeah, good eye. Anyway, that's Joey for you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I watched all these videos. I, I didn't notice it myself. Oh. Um, can we just skip to the song? Oh, yeah. Agatha, all along one? Catherine yeah. Hahn is a, is a national treasure. Can we just all agree on that? Yes. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah, she's pretty great. Okay. <laughs> and I killed the dog. Yeah, I killed Sparky, just... too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this episode was this wasn't really my favorite episode. Um, like obviously, you only have one favorite episode, but it was kind of an okay episode. But like the song, kind of put it like top tier for me. <laughs> yeah, and maybe I they mean, knew. Maybe they knew that they were. It wasn't the best episode, and they they, they <laughs> and they intentionally thought of it, thought of doing that. You know. I really feel like that's something they would have done too. Like that is right on it. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So Bryce again, not knowing that uh, she was like the bad guy or a character of importance. Like, yeah. how did you react to that reveal? Oh, it was it was I, it was awesome. <laughs> I was I, I had absolutely no idea, um, and and just I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Though to be fair, yeah. in the comics, she's not exactly a villain, but she ain't yeah, the she... nicest person. Yeah. So, um, what I will say, um, just as a person who who knows the comics really well, because that's the whole reason why you dragged me onto this show to begin with ten years ago. <laughs> no, twelve years ago. It'll be twelve Holy years ago cow. in May. That's Holy how long I've been up. on this show. Uh, anyway. Um, but, uh, like I knew it was coming. Like I knew that there would be a big reveal that, that, uh, Agnes would be Agatha Harkness. And, um, I knew that it would come up. And like, when she took the kids, I was like, Oh, there we go. It's, it's going down. <laughs> it's, it's going down for sure. Uh-huh. And so, um, so when, but then when she's like, yeah, they're in the basement. Oh, the basement. Really? Yeah, your sanctum, you mean? <laughs> so, um, and then when she confronts her, and she's like, "Hello," properly introduce myself, and and she like, I was like, "Say it with me now, Agatha Harkness," and I was, you know, I, that was already me and how I felt about it because I, you know, yeah. I just I'm a nerd and I know these. I things. mean, <laughs> if if you knew anything about comics, they weren't even trying to hide it. Well, no, I mean. It, it, it just, it just, it, it was just good. So anyway, when when the, when the 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 episode you know gets real and stuff's going down and everything is happening, mm-hmm. um, oh, did anybody it, notice that the aspect ratio changed throughout the show? Yeah, yeah, yep. regularly. Yep, De- definitely. Did. I did notice that, and and one of the reasons that I really picked up on it is that uh, with with my wife, we're actually rewatching. Uh, the real world and so we're starting from the beginning with it four three ratio and and so i i i i really enjoy seeing the the technology change through so and so that so yeah that one i did notice for sure well it didn't actually go from four three to sixteen nine it went it was more it went to a more cinematic aspect ratio at times yeah. i said yeah more with the black lines at the top and bottom, right? I'm sure some. I'm sure oh, yeah. someone will yeah. probably. Yeah, you're right. Like, my dad. My dad hates 
when, when the black lines are on the screen because he feels like he's missing out on uh, stuff. And I'm like, no, you're seeing more image, <laughs> technically. technically yeah. You're seeing more of what's going on. My stepdad was the same way. Whenever we, whenever we would watch a movie that had the had the aspect ratio the way it was, hmm. uh, if it was on DVD, what he would do is he would just have the DVD player because uh, oh, our wow. DVD player had a zoom feature and he would zoom it in so that it would fill up the whole screen. But then so we he... would miss things on the left and right, and things would be out of yeah. out of the shot and everything. And and then he and then he would complain. He would <laughs> complain. <laughs> Oh, that's like, that's like my brother, and that's like my oldest brother, and the fact that he absolutely loves motion interpolation. You know, motion yeah. smoothing makes everything yeah. look like a freaking soap opera. Uh, no, or even you. worse. Oh God, you want to know the worst thing? Um, one time I was over there, we were watching Lilo and Stitch on his TV, and it had the motion smoothing. Mm. Oh my God, it absolutely ruined the movie. Uh, well, I believe it. Ugh. But anyway. So, so I'm like, oh my, I'm my parents, sorry, but one of my parents' house, um, they had a, this is before HDMI, when he had like the, all the cables, I forget the name of them, the component cables. Yeah. yeah. And like one of them was loose, so like one of the colors wasn't coming to person like, properly, so it was like missing greens or something. <laughs> and I was watching a TV at their house, and I go, this image looks weird. This looks like they, they don't have the right skin tone. They're like, it looks fine to me. And then I checked the wires. Yeah, one of them was loose. <laughs> you know, like, That's funny. Plugged it in. It's like, oh, now they look like people now. <laughs> did they go back Did they go back after you left and pulled the cable loose because they liked it yeah. better? It's like, <laughs> it's like a punk-ass kid toying on a TV. At least they're not one of those, yeah, the motion smoothing people is better people. Yeah, I turned that are. off immediately when they got their new TV. Yeah. Bonkers! I, I like every time I went over to his house, I literally couldn't watch their TV. It made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, uh, did it? Uh, Tom Tom Cruise do a, a PSA about turning off motion smoothing on televisions <laughs> for like one of the Mission Impossible movies that came out on Blu-ray? I have no idea. That's funny though. Oh, I gotta! Oh, now I gotta go find that. <sighs> yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> He also yeah. told people to go to movie theaters to go see Tenet as long as they wear a mask. So it's got kind of mixed messaging with that guy <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah, so it was Agatha all along, even though it wasn't her uh, manipulating everything, but it was her trying to disrupt. She Wanda's was throwing reality. a wrench. Yeah, she was throwing yeah. a wrench into everything she could. So yep. this is where some, like the theory that Agatha, and it still may be possible that she's like, getting her powers from Mephisto in the end. But uh, people are saying, oh, she wants the kids to so Mephisto can possess their bodies and have a be on the mortal world, which is like what kind of what happened in the comics. Mm -hmm. Um, And the show definitely could have went that way. But with like an episode left, I get, or two episodes, I'm glad they didn't, because that would have been a a left turn for the show if, like I said before, if the devil showed up trying to possess children. Yeah. Know? yeah, They wouldn't be able to market this in China. <laughs> mm-hmm. True enough, but, I mean, it's still up in the air, you know? We still have, like, the multiverse of madness coming up. Yeah, man, I'm excited about that. Multi-commercial 
there's like a stained glass window where this very devilish looking dude is giving someone power, and that could be Mephisto. Um, but I'm kind of glad that this is Agatha saying, like, yeah, who who the heck are you? Yeah. Like, like, how she basically is like, how the hell are you doing this? Like, I spent literal centuries learning <laughs> how to do this, and you just snap your fingers and you it's just all, you do the it. Whole yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that in episode eight, um, heard some people say they didn't really like this episode because it um, didn't really re- ex- didn't really further the plot. But I personally loved episode eight, the the previously on episode. Hey, mm-hmm. um, nobody, nobody likes a clip show. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like this, but like again, this is this was a. Uh, this was expanding on a character that didn't get a lot of attention, and I just liked them like explaining what's going on in her life, um, in her past, and here's the thing: uh, this was the exact opposite of a clip show. A clip show shows us what's already happened to remind us what's going on. This is this showed us all what happened stuff. in between. Yeah, this showed yeah. us what happened in between the clips. Oh. I mean, you know, yes. So, it once again it you took find the out idea. that yeah. Go ahead. You find out that she didn't steal Vision's body. She didn't break into Sword. Yep. Yep. Like yep. that was just all Kworth manipulating everyone. Um, and it has the line that broke the internet when um uh, during the when Vision is talking to Wanda, like just. Probably a few weeks after the events of uh, Age of Ultron, when she went to America, and she's kind of mourning over her brother, watching uh, Malcolm in the Middle for uh, comfort, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like she says, like you can't understand love, and he goes, "Well, that's probably true, but what is what is grief but love persisting?" No, it's and what is grief? What is grief? But love persevering. But love persevering. Well, that's basically what I said. But, um, <laughs> and then the, and then you can tell WandaVision, the show, just dropped the mic and walked, walked off screen. Yeah. <laughs> <at that> point. <laughs> because they wrote the most memorable line of any superhero movie in the past 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> in their, their stupid TV show. <laughs> I mean, this is like, this is like seeing. This is like this is the same energy of does God stay in heaven because he fears what he has created? And that was in Spy yeah. Kids too. <laughs> Steve Buscemi said that one. <laughs> yeah. This is that exact um, same exact energy, but posi- but, but Yeah. But it's also like very true to vision as a character because one of his best lines in of Ultron is when he's talking to the last Ultron drone. And he, uh, he says, like, um, a thing is not perfect because it, because it lasts, and that's why it's an honor to be among humans. And Ultron goes, that's terribly naive. And he goes, well, I was born yesterday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's just the way that a, that a computer thinks about, you know, life and love. Mm-hmm. In a logical way is uh, 
interesting for Vision. They don't explore it a ton, but I'm um, like, like when they do, it's it adds a lot to the character. Like Vision has some of the best scenes in Marvel Cinematic in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You realize that? He just, I mean, he's got this the love persevering. He's got the born yesterday, and then he's just picking up Mjolnir like casually, like like it's <laughs> nothing. You know, it's probably more balanced. Like, see, I'm still I, that still blows my mind because you can count the people who have picked up Mjolnir like that on one hand. But you, yeah, you can't. It's uh, it's um, yeah, one whole hand. Uh, Thor, Odin, Hell, uh, Vision, and Steve Rogers. Yeah. Is that the same in the comics too? No, a lot more people have picked up Mjolnir. <laughs> a lot of people. Um, as a matter of fact, we'll get, we're going to be getting our sixth person to hold Mjolnir um, in the new Thor movie that's coming out. Oh, uh, where it's uh, going to be Natalie Portman running around with the, the hammer. Pick up Mjolnir in a, in a crossover. No, I thought, the, I thought Mjolnir was was gone. Doesn't he have an axe? Oh, now? they'll make a new one. They'll make oh. a new one. No, no, no. Mjolnir is back. Um, oh, he, he pulled it from. Yeah, that's right. I, no, I well, remember. They said, well, no, they he sent it back. Yeah, they sent it back. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like there aren't magical pe- beings out there who can make yeah. magical things anymore. <laughs> Well, it's not hand, like that dwarf. It's not like the dwarf from uh, Infinity War just vanished. You no, know, sure he can't use still, his hands. Sure he can't use his hands, but he he directed Thor and Groot to build Stormbreaker. Okay, it's true. He he is a very good director <laughs> and get, instruction giver. Super, Could you give instructions well, to Groot well, and Thor at the same time and somehow make a magical hammer that can kick ass and take names like the Stormbreaker can? <laughs> then I feel like a competent team should be able to build whatever he needs. That's true. In this case, it would be a supervisor, not a director. That's fair. You get, you get what I meant, though. Also, there's magic in the world, so... Yeah, magic. I ain't gotta explain <laughs> shit, it's magic. <laughs> Except with magic, you, it's witches. The, you don't have to explain it, but it still has to be internally consistent. No! Magic don't need to... Look, Guillermo del Toro taught me incredible things um, with his, his movie-making process, and that is, don't explain a goddamn thing! <laughs> <laughs> what about the finale I really liked the finale I really I really liked it. it I just I like how it. the I like how the finale is called series finale yeah. Like, yeah like that's perfect I mean all of the episode titles were were pretty on point because mm-hmm. I mean the 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 we interrupt this program because they interrupted the program <laughs> to give us footage from to show us what was happening on the other side. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. A very, a very special episode is when the dog dies, but also <laughs> the long lost brother returns. Yeah, they even had the, they even had the they even had the now it's time to learn your lesson music. You know, <laughs> with the yeah, yep. cheesy soft sense. Where she was being totally hypocritical. Oh, yeah. I was like, 
boy, Wanda, you sure are throwing that stone through that glass house of yours. Although it it was unintentional what she was doing, what she was doing. But at that point, she was starting to realize what she was doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, what do you guys think of the finale? So I've heard some people be kind of disappointed about it, mainly because like there were no surprises, really. But I mean, like that's just that's just an expectation that they had in their head, I think. Oh no, the show is a. Oh, no, the show's a. Ha- they didn't have. Oh no, they didn't have the thing in the show that they didn't that we totally didn't that we totally wasn't supposed to be a part of the show. But I wanted it to be part anyways. <laughs> you know. I don't. I don't pay attention to leakers. I don't. Uh, oh my God! Mephisto didn't show up. What? What's wrong with you people? Yeah, Why? I, this is garbage. Blah 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 blah. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, that's that's the that's that's the problem with the ultra fans. But <laughs> as far as you know, I I thought it did a pretty good job wrapping things up. Um, I'm I'm tired of fights where there's just bolts flying back and forth. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, that's that, for sure, but <laughs> but even that had a, a kind of a story reason because she was using those bolts to create the runes and the yeah. uh, and the force field. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, uh, I was so glad uh, when Agatha says like I want all the power, and Wanda's like, "Then take all the power." I was like, "Oh no, she's gonna get all the power, realize it's too much, and then blow up." Yeah, like, the crystal skull. And so other, and like all these other movies, but thankfully that didn't happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I did like her, you know, using her own, giving her a taste of her own medicine. That was good. Yeah. Then there was, we find out what the deal is with Pietro, or that's what you now call him, Pietro. <laughs> Boner. No, his name is Ralph Boner. 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 <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Ralph Boner. Um. What was the other thing? The the whole the 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 vision and the vision fighting, and then then their their discussion. You oh, yeah. can't. You well, your directive is to kill the true vision. Who is vision? That was that was a little weird. Lo- the logic puzzle. <laughs> oh, you talking about the ship of Theseus? Oh my god, I love well, that. Well, I, I know, know that I was know the amazing ship for sure. But I, well, what I meant is like how he said, "I'm not that you are the true vision." And it's like, oh, okay, you're right. Bye, <laughs> or whatever. Well, it's not. Oh, it, they didn't really come to that conclusion. They came to the conclusion that neither of them, and both of them, were both vision. Yeah, yeah. But it's more that it was more that his like. Because it was obvious that Hayward wasn't fully in control of him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's obvious he wasn't in full control, and it was unstable already. Okay. Um, and he's a, he's a sentient weapon to begin with. And so, when he, he can question his programming, because he's a synthesoid. Got it. And um, and he is a simulacrum of uh, of vision. And so, the thing is, is that... Um, being the the inquisitive entity that Vision is, mm-hmm. you know, looking for the truth, looking for answers, uh, supersedes anything that that would um, like things that would just top. give him 
yeah, it w- that would give him cause. See, Hayward was expecting to have a weapon he could control. Got it. But but the vision it cannot be controlled like that, you know. So you can cloud it, you can cover it, but you can never Well, actually he can take it away, but it will come back. So. <laughs> I gotcha. So so it, so um, it also kind of so so that that scene also was to to just show illustrate that point you just said that it's not just something that you could like slap a joystick on and, and control like a remote control yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because like again, they they already demonstrated that their uh, control over him was tenuous at best mm-hmm. to begin with. Uh, they were talking about oh he's he's overloading. And they're like, but he's still under control, right? And like, yeah, we think so. <laughs> um, but when when his directive comes into question, and then he mm-hmm. starts waking up, and then when uh, when his memories are unlocked by yeah. by the um, by the copy of the vision for mm-hmm. uh, the well, yeah. he calls himself the conditional vision. Yeah, yeah, but but basically, he's he's restore trying to restore what was. Okay. Well, I don't so. think th- well, the thing is even in, in the even in the comics, the white vision was not really considered the same as the previous vision. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, but then they, they took a and uh, here have put your pants on for this one, boys, because it's, <laughs> it's real fucking weird. Um, yeah. Well, I so mean, yeah, once, we, once it, you get they it, use yeah. they use an alternate universe version of the vision to transfer the personality and memories into the white vision so that he is the white vision. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> yeah. It, which kind of happened here. So it kind of sort of maybe if you squint and turn your head. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I really love about this is the fact that Paul Bettany trolled the hell out of everyone. When he, yeah. When he was like, in, in an interview, he was saying that he was looking forward to this last episode because it would let him pro- let him act with someone he's always wanted to act with. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> just... He took it out on the very end of this. I forget the end of this. Um, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen... Um, Oh wait! Are just hold on in the show. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I just got the I just got a joke. They they didn't even say it, but they had it right in front of us. That? Double vision. Ah. I got <laughs> double vision. <laughs> so, but um, with with so the the kids, I know we saw the one that had the super speed, and then the other one could stop time. Is no, no, no. He no. he has. He has telepathy and telekinesis powers. Um, oh, okay. So he told those sense. people to just stop moving. Yeah, well, um, technically, well, yeah. technically, he has kind of sort of like the non-chaos version of uh, Wanda's powers. He, he can do of. magic because he learns it, but okay. his base power set is telekinesis and telepathy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I know we kind of talked about the kids earlier, how we don't really know... They're, they may they may be different in terms of with knowledge of the comics and more past. Are, are are they are they anything from the comics? They're yeah, still just of, little kids. They're, they're still, still just kids. Little, 
Um, and they've got a lot to grow into. Um, okay. But Speed, Speed and Wiccan, which is what their superhero names are, mm. um, end up becoming parts of like Young Avengers teams, and um, okay. and uh, right. they're they're usually teamed up with younger younger heroes because yeah. they're supposed to be a new a new generation of heroes. So oh, like Speed funny. just Speed turns out to be pretty much just what exactly what he is a speedster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's basically. And Wiccan, oh. well, Wiccan stories are Wiccan stories a little bit stranger. <laughs> well, things get weird for him, but you know, <laughs> and, um, I mean, he's real stuff. He, he's he becomes the demiurge. Yeah, which is that's how do I even begin to explain that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there is a Captain America to, uh, story where there is a Captain America story where Captain America is actually a Hydra sleeper agent. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Weirder things have happened in comics. Attention <laughs> to like, like like the casting that they've been doing for these TV shows. Um, like they recast the uh, Cassie act- actress in the Ant Man movies um, to be kind of a well known, like a more well known actress. Because yeah, because they're probably going to have her on to become like a mainstay in the in the series. Um, like Miss Marvel and um, the new Hawkeye. Uh, I have well, a feeling the they're they're basically building up the Young Avengers. Yes, yes, yeah, they are. Like, I, um, Iron Heart and all those and all those people. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're leading towards that. And I, I I wonder if the kids will age up to be teenagers. Um, in they whatever them. they show up in next, yeah, well, yeah, because the last well, well, there's well, there's rumors that the look the kids who played the, in the the kids the actors um, show. May or may not have been on set at a uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, supposed there's rumors of that. Intriguing. Mm. That's intriguing. That's like so intriguing. But um, back to the finale. Uh, I I just like how like she remains the villain to these people. Like they don't <laughs> forgive her. No, um, like no, they look at her like she is quite literally the devil. Yeah, and and she has to accept that because she really was not nice to them. <laughs> she was, she was. Well, yes, she did. Well, yes, I I can empathize with her because grief does grief. Grief does strange things to a lot of Grief's people. Grief's a hell of a drug. <laughs> grief is the hellest of drugs. Well, what is grief if not love persevering? Aha, uh-huh, <laughs> But, as I said, she was a grieving widow who yeah. had her butt not only pushed, but shoved straight through her face. <laughs> that yeah. still does not fully excuse her actions. Is that basically took an entire town hostage and puppeted them around like they were on strings. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what she said, but I think she thought that they were happy. Didn't she say something like that? Yeah, she was saying that they were. She thought they were safe and they were happy. Yeah. So you know, she was just pushing all of her nightmares onto them, basically all their all of her doubts and sadness. Oh, yeah. But she like, didn't know she them. 
She yeah. didn't know. She well, did she, know that she was. I think at some point she probably did know, but she was like, yeah. it was more convenient to think that they were happy. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> and that and that goodbye scene with Vision again. Um, no, just just really touching. Like you are my my uh, my sadness, but mostly you are my love. Like, right. Oh. You're my sadness, you're my hope, but mostly you are my love. Yeah. I have been a voice without a body, a body who isn't human, mm-hmm. and now a, and now memory, what a, a memory, memory but real, and like, who knows what I'll, what I'll become next. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. This this isn't the last time we said goodbye to each other, and so I, we shall say hello like, stuff like that. Yeah, it was. That's good writing right there. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's cheesy but good. <laughs> it, I agree with that. That is that is good writing. So, well, why can't she just pop him out again one. without a hex? Technically, she magic. could. I guess <laughs> she's, she's magic, but that's kind of what she's trying yeah. to do. I was gonna say that's Although, basic. He couldn't exist outside the hex, so I think that's what she's trying. I could stop. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because okay. when she opened the hex, like when she opened it, yeah, um, it split open. Um, you know, when it was split open, uh, Vision and the yeah, boys were falling apart. apart. Yeah, but she just got to try again. Well, she's Probably. going. To, she's hearing her kids scream for her. That's so true. So she. Oh, that reminds. Oh, we forgot to mention the book. This Dark is Hold? The, Dark Hold. the third. This is what the the. What was it, one, two, oh, hey, we get to give. Hey, I get to mention Agents of Shield again. Oh, jeez, <laughs> it did. <laughs> this is how uh, a ghostwriter came into Agents of Shield, right? Yeah, part of it, yes. And this is also how the LMDs came into it, as as well as the uh, the framework, which was like a essentially a. Computer simulation slash alternate reality. Eh. This uh-huh. is like, uh, but yeah, this all came about from reading the Darkhold. However, this yeah, isn't the, the there. This isn't the only time the Darkhold has showed up. There was also it also showed up in Runaways. Which did anyone actually ever watch that show? No. Oh. Yeah, was, no one. Herb's good, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, so, it's... so so Scarlet Witch being like the uh, being who's who's prophesized to destroy the universe is that like a new thing to the MCU or not? Because in my mind, this kind of sounded like the Phoenix, but with Scarlet Witch. Mm. Well, there might be some cross pollination, but I mean. <laughs> Think about the dark hold is and like magic in general, as far as the MCU is concerned, it is multiversal in nature. So I suspect there's some knock on effects from like, you know, the fact that Scarlet Witch in other realities has done some very whacked out things with reality. You know, (laughs) then again, that's just my that's just a theory on my part. Mm. What do you think, Randy? You know, it's it's always hard for me to figure out like what the MCU wants to be when it grows up. 
<laughs> and so, like, it's always going to be a grab bag to me. And um, I don't ever, you know, try to... I, I just want to go with the flow and not feel like uh, I know what's going on before, you know, before we know what's going on. But at the same time, you know, it would be cool to know. But yeah, anyway. I wonder if that's going to be the um, Doctor Strange thing is that he has to stop uh, Scarlet Witch from destroying the multiverse or what if that's going to be later. I Maybe. Well, we know. We'll see. She'll probably get in a lot of trouble. Doctor Strange will be like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. And he's like, well, you know, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be Benedict Cumberbatch with my best uh, American accent here. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I mean, you got to remember, we're also we're also going to be seeing some multiverse stuff come up. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised if some of it shows up in uh, Loki, and uh, mm, yeah, and absolutely, we know for sure it's going to show up in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Loki is the next mini series that they're going to be releasing. No. The next no. one is uh, Falcon the and the Falcon, Winter Soldier, or as, uh, or as we call it, the Falcon and Bucky show. Okay. That's Do you coming think out. It's going to be as good. I think so. It's going to be yeah. different. It's going to be different. I mean, it's not going to be a it's not going to be a mystery a week type of show. Oh. Okay. Um, it's going to be it's going to be mean, a. It, it looks like it's kind of going to be a buddy cop, like a buddy, like a like an on like a on the road kind of film. Yeah, except that they're fighting a multinational terrorist organization led by Baron Zemo. So yeah. yeah so if you get a. If you get the chance, uh, watch uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yeah, okay. um, because it's probably going to touch on a lot of plot threads from that and be pretty similar in tone. Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah. And here. then Loki is going to be <laughs> dimension hopping, time traveling, Asgardian god craziness, whatever that show's going to be. I mean. <laughs> If we thought if you thought Wandavision was going to be nuts, nah, bro, that was just dipping the toe. Yeah, Lo- nice. Loki's going to be Loki's going to be wholesale bonkers. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and then hopefully, in between that, Black Widow comes out somewhere. We haven't heard anything about Black Widow being delayed. I have a feeling that's just going to come out everywhere it can. And, and then, then probably arrive on Disney Plus uh, like a month or two later. I suspect it'll probably it'll arrive before Loki does. Oh yeah, I mean it's May, like May third or fifth or whatever. May seventh. Um, I mean, I kind of don't want to watch it because they're gonna kill Taskmaster, and I just no. But I don't I mean... want Taskmaster to die. Well, doesn't that? Well, that's been, I know there's been more than one Taskmaster. No, there's only one Taskmaster. He's one, only one dude. Like, really? Yeah. A character that, that's been around that long and there's only been one of them? Dang. Yeah. Well, yeah, talk, talk, about, talk about another rarity for you. He's real hard to kill. He's a very True. difficult man to get rid of. That's <laughs> just, I mean, death hasn't been exactly final in this. In the Well, no, I take that back. Death has well, actually been to... pretty. Death has been actually pretty damn final in the MCU. I was gonna he say he doesn't have but... to die in the. He doesn't have to die in the film. He was making an assumption. 
I yeah. they're gonna kill him. It's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah, it's probably. gonna happen near the end of the movie, and it's gonna be something stupid. And because you know, realistically speaking, well, Black he, Widow, Black Widow cannot he, beat Taskmaster. Thinking Natasha's gonna go in her mind. Okay, now I'm gonna punch right, but in reality, she punches left and knocks Taskmaster off a building, and he's like, "No." Well, no, because he doesn't know. He has. He. So he can analyze your fighting style, like how you do it. So it's not like he's reading your mind. It's yeah. just that he can yeah, make that right. kind yeah. of yeah. call. You, you were describing Nicolas Cage in the movie Next. <laughs> do you guys oh, remember thanks. that? Yeah. Do you so basically what. Do you want to have. Go ahead. You want to know how BS Taskmaster is? <laughs> He learned how to fight fast by watching people fight and fast forward. And then doing it in real life. Photographic reflexes, baby. Like there's magic in this world. (laughs) Magic in this world. (laughs) But can magic beat fist? Yes. (laughs) Well, if the magic is based on fists, then yes. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're getting changed, aren't we? Fist magic. We we are getting Shang Chi, which is all fist magic. <laughs> and we're all just gonna forget Iron Fist happened. All right. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna. I, 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 I complain. I complained at length about that show on this show. <laughs> I complained at length. <laughs> <laughs> I think we declared it the worst of the MCU. Yeah, even though it may. I'd rather talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. than that. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. be in the MCU. Than... That's actually not true. I, I, want, um, I want the actor who played Daredevil to show up, because he was like kind of the best part. Yeah, Charlie yeah. Day was... Or not Charlie Day. What was... <laughs> like Charlie Day being Daredevil? <laughs> From Always Sunny? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a weird Daredevil. <laughs> Oh, I'd watch that show so fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So to wrap things up, I guess. Um, obviously, I think we all liked WandaVision. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Hard recommend. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you think... Yeah, yeah definitely recommend. Um, do you think it... We mentioned this at the very beginning. Like, do you think looking back on it, having kind of the first third of the series just be sitcom goofiness, like, will be good on a rewatch, or just kind of be nice, kind of have to sit through it, or like, what do you oh think? no, it'll be good because you know it gives you now that you know what's going on gives you the opportunity to look for things like you mentioned with the, the practical effects versus, versus CGI, you know, it, it, I'll be able to, to, to focus on think, seeing things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like some scenes have like, some scenes have like uh painted backgrounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when herb is uh, at the, like a song, the, his, uh, his porch or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It has a painted background for his house, all that stuff. That's awesome. Uh, there, there, there's one thing about that episode that doesn't conform with that is that the stork is computer generated. Yeah, the stork um, was. 
And like the you like try the wrangling a stork, <laughs> yeah, you like, try wrangling a why, stork for a shot. <laughs> that's why they did it. But at like, first, even, I was like, "That looks." Go ahead. Like even even the CGI stork couldn't be handled. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Oh so, god, uh, what if it, what if they? Oh god, what if it had been a goose? I mean. <laughs> Wanda be dead. What if, Dustin? What if? Yeah, tell us. <laughs> no, like, say. okay, actually, well, talk about what if. That's another show that's coming up. All about gooses. Oh, no. No, yeah. geese are just evil. That's, I mean, that's just a, that's just a hard fact. You know, I feel like you're right. <laughs> that's a good note to end on. WandaVision, colon, screw geese. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for uh, coming on. Hey, thanks for having us. Let me ask you this uh, ending question. So the, the treatment that the MCU is getting with the whole, you know, movies, now they're, you know, mini series focusing on characters. And obviously that's, that's, going to keep happening is there any kind of ip that that you would like to see get this treatment night me like outside of marvel yeah oh (laughs) get the mcu marvel treatment i mean i wish it happened with star wars but they're kind of off to a rocky start with that (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, i mean they had a they had a swing and a miss with the movies but then a a good, a good solid hit with uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh yeah. If they if they keep up Mandalorian um, quality, then the TV show is going to be good. Um, yeah. See here. Well. Yeah. A friend, I mean, of mine asked, a friend of mine asked me that, and that there's there's not many IPs that lend itself to that style because you have to have so many, so many characters. I wish DC. Yeah, is, well, I mean, the obvious answer is DC. Right. Because. Good lord, that talk about talk about whiffing it. Mm-hmm. And um, like they're trying to do it with uh, Godzilla, but the movies aren't really performing as well as they would hope. So I don't know if we're going to see any more of those after uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Um, gotcha. Yeah, like the thing is, you need to have a premise that a whole bunch of movies could connect to. Exactly, and they all exactly. be successful enough. Yeah, I don't it, know, it was like, I'm a big Jurassic. I'm a big Jurassic Park fan, but I don't want three Jurassic. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, they they tried that with what uh, the Dark Universe with like the Mummy, the Mummy. and like other Universal movies, mm-hmm. and that was DOA. Yeah, I mean that could probably work if they did it right. They said do it right. I did mean, you, the, did you guys ever read the Dresden Files? Oh hell yeah, that show. That, so that, so that, that was the one that came that to mind. Amazing. To that. Yeah, that was the one that came to mind as the answer to that question for me. Well, there because was a Dresden there was a Dresden Files TV show. I'm pretty sure we don't really talk about that though. I mean, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> there are worse adaptations out there. That's fair. Yeah, here's a serious answer, but it's going to be slightly comedic. Okay. Oh, I want a Nintendo cinematic universe. You know, that would be, um, that would be animated. 
And like just have like, you know, have your Mario's, have your Zelda, have your Metroid. Yeah. But then at some point, like, you know, um, some multiverse thing happens yeah. and they all turn into Smash Brothers and they have to feel like, you know, a yeah a chaotic interdimensional evil guy. I mean that would be kind of Alright, now that's a good answer. I like yeah, that. I'll give it. it would... Yeah, I'll give that one to you. <laughs> I like it. Who knows? Maybe that's what they're building towards with this new Mario movie. Yeah, probably or something. Well, they'll get to it. For me, I would probably want. I would I mean, like Marvel. Just, Marvel Knights. Wanna... I would like a Marvel Knights show. I would like. I would like for there to be a Moon Knight. Like it's a it's a series that it's what the Defenders should have been, but you know ended up not being because. I, I mean, we we all but anyone. But it would be, but it would be Moon Knight, Blade, and like Ghost Rider, and like they would have then, their diverging, their diverging stories that, co- like end up culminating to a single point, and they end up meeting up and having to team up in the end. Oh, you're saying like you want those scene. Marvel properties to be connected? Yes, and like in like their own show, like it is their own yeah, show because they are. Yeah, because they are doing Blade and uh, Moon Knight, but they're not necessarily linked together. Anyway. No, they're not, and that's that. Just Bull. it's okay. It's all right. I'll be fine. I mean, the, fine. although there was gonna be, there was gonna be, be a. Okay, right. I was gonna say there was gonna I'm be. A, say, uh, yeah. <laughs> I go first. <laughs> okay. They, they, they could be. We just don't know yet. Right. So go ahead. Maybe we could get another, get another Punisher, without. Uh, Without John Bernthal, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, like what's wrong? What's what? Uh, okay, the amount of screaming that John does <laughs> and like emoting that he does, Frank's not like that. Frank doesn't do that. Um, like how he gets really emotional with civilians all the time, and he's always screaming. Um, that's <laughs> that's not Frank Castle. Frank Castle doesn't do that. Um, John Bernthal is a good actor. But the way he plays Frank Castle is not the way that Frank Castle is supposed to be. It's it's basically like, um, say, who else has a very um, uh, having Batman acting like the Flash? It just mm-hmm. that's not okay. who they are. That's not who they having are. Batman act like he did in Batman v Superman. Well, no, 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 no. Because okay, Batman's Batman's personality is very distinct, and that's why I used yeah. him as an example. And how how Batman and the Flash are two completely different yeah. people. Um, how the Punisher is like as much as people hate Punisher Warzone, Ray Stevenson was amazing in it. Ray Stevenson was perfect for that because he did exactly how Ray, Ray Stevenson was Frank Castle in that movie. He was. Mm-hmm. He acted the exact way he's supposed to act. He's quiet. He's patient, and he only ever gets loud when he's killing people that's it you know so that's um that was that's my that was my issue with him is that he didn't he's a good actor plays a great character or plays great characters he's he's very good at being emotional but the character he what like when he first appears in in um in daredevil that's pretty close to how he's supposed to be He's he's generally pretty quiet. He's pretty uh even with other heroes that he doesn't agree with, he's actually really civil with them. 
Um, but he's never like in people's faces screaming at them like he does in the Punisher show and season two of the Punisher. That I didn't even get through that show. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. That's that's a whole different chip on, on the shoulder. That's totally different for me. So we will definitely be back for uh, Falcon and, and Bucky, the TV show. And for Loki and for Black Widow and for uh, Shang-Chi and Eternals and Miss Marvel and whatever, whatever else is coming this year. And I'm uh, glad to be consuming Disney Marvel content once again. Give me that corporate content to fill my mouth with. But <laughs> um, thank you. Inject it straight into my vein, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, want this show made Wanda one of my favorite MCU characters, uh, yeah. just because they had the time to really develop her. And that yeah. is and, um, and that is the and that is the benefit that having a TV show instead of a movie. Now we yep. get to we get to focus in on certain characters and fully learn what they're about. Yeah. Yep. I hope they uh, keep. I hope they keep this Mandalorian and WandaVision pace of not really having much filler, get straight to the point, be entertaining all the time, and like just be really good quality shows. Um, so we'll be back uh, in a couple months. Actually, we'll probably for, be uh, back. Falcon Winter Soldier. Actually, we'll probably yeah. be back at the end of the month. Well, no, wait, you're right. It's a, it's a, oh yeah, it's a couple. We'll probably have a Kong versus Godzilla show if enough people have seen it. Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yeah, we're, we're going to be watching Kong versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's maybe no- we'll get, um, maybe we'll get Rich back because uh, that uh, King of the Monsters podcast was really fun when he came on. Oh yeah, that, I, I think that was one of our better Doctor ones. now, when is he going to have time? <laughs> He's doctor He's- now, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a doctor, a literal doctor, with medical stuff. Oh my god, he has a. Do- remember goes. when he was just a dorky little kid? Remember the old days, the old pod. Oh my god, I'm so old. Oh, I am. We are yeah. turning to dust. <laughs> and now we can go to his office and go, doctor, is this book infected? And he'll go, that'll be ten thousand dollars, please. And we're like, okay, Rich Farrow, I did a podcast with you about Scott Pilgrim. Okay, 5,000. 5,000. All right. Uh, again, guys, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, oh, it's yeah. always a blast. You're welcome mm-hmm. anytime. There's there's a, a topic you want to talk about. Maybe we'll talk Zelda one day with you. Ooh. Oh, yes. I, 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 think we could, I think we could do that. <laughs> I, I mean, it is it is the uh, it is the 35th anniversary. That is true. That would be a good opportunity to talk Zelda. Um, I do love. Yeah, Zelda. let's uh, let's let's play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Oh, f- yeah. Thanks. Bye-bye. That was. Bye. Bye. Excelsior. I'll see you. Help me. End credits. <laughs> <laughs>